This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody. It is Tobin and Leroy. You can text the show 67974, which is brought to you by Kendall Toyota and West Kendall Toyota. It's time to talk a little football. Our boy Adam Beasley, he is at the Senior Bowl, Mobile, Alabama. Let's go out to the uh, let's go out to the guest line right now and talk to Beasley. What's going on, man? Good morning, good morning, fellas. What's happening? Are you aware that it's barely warmer here than it is where you are right now? I find that hard to believe because it's frigid out here. I'm telling you, man, the iguanas are falling from the trees right now. It's all it's it, it's it's crazy. We're really braving the storm here. It's, 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 bundle up, fellas. it's horrible by the way the guest line brought to you by a toyota of hollywood shop over 1500 toyotas indoors in one of america's largest showrooms at toyota of hollywood on 441 between hollywood and sheridan so bees you have a, a piece out today it is uh on justin herbert is he a, t- a flores type of guy uh is he what have, what have you gotten uh getting a chance to riff with the oregon quarterback and what have you been your impressions of him there in, in mobile well, he knows the rap on him, which is too quiet, too shy, too introverted, not as much of a leader as he should be. And all of those reasons are reasons why the Dolphins, I think, would not be interested in him. Uh, he has some talent, obviously. He's big, strong, can throw the football, can move. But he's kind of uh, in his shell a little bit. And uh, we saw this past season that uh, Brian Flores wants a natural leader as his quarterback. He wants a guy who can lead the team. A big reason why Ryan Fitzpatrick played over Josh Rosen for much of the season, and uh, for that reason, if and, and some others, I, I'd assume because I don't, I don't, I don't think he is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen uh, coming out of this draft. Uh, but for that reason, more than anything, I think the Dolphins would pass on him if they're given a chance to draft him at five. Now, the you know, you, you wonder about eighteen or twenty-six or you know, down the road and all that. Maybe beyond the fir- for their first uh, first-round pick, they'd have some interest, but. I find it hard to believe that they would go out and take him at five, uh, given what we know about the organization and given what we know about him. What is? Uh, have you guys like? Do you guys get a chance to to watch him yet? Like, when do the practices uh, get rolling with him, and and uh, do you get a chance to get him up in action? Like, does the do the physical attributes uh, help any with uh, without weighing the stuff that um, maybe worrisome with his with his personality? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday was the first day we saw him out throwing, and he can throw the ball. I mean, he's a, he's a natural athlete. I mean, that guy is big, strong, can move, can throw the ball downfield. Uh, he he has good arm strength, as he as he told us yesterday. Uh, all that's great, and all that uh, sounds a lot like Ryan Tannehill, and that's the comp the comp we get a lot. I mean, is it is he just another Tannehill? Is he a guy that um, can get you just far enough, but not over the top? Is he you know does he have limitations? Um, again, I, it would surprise me after watching the Dolphins uh, play with uh, Tannehill for seven years and then move on from him when they had a chance if they would take a carbon copy of him. I think he's just far too much like the guy they just had. 
for them to take him. Now, again, if there's value for him late in the first round and two is not available and, uh, you know, they, they don't get the guys they want at the top of the first round, could they take a flyer on him, you know, late in the first, early second? Sure, absolutely. But uh, I, I think that would tell you that they don't view him as their slam dunk quarterback of the future. They view him as a guy that was good value at the pick, and we'll see if we can develop him. Bees, uh, like, I've been having this argument for the last month that one of the reasons why top five quarterbacks don't make it, or a lot of them don't, is because the team isn't ready to have a quarterback of that caliber. The rest of the team isn't built yet. And so when you look at the most successful quarterbacks, you know, there have been a couple of exceptions, but when you see a majority of the successful quarterbacks, they get drafted, you know, 10 or later simply because they have a better support staff around them. Knowing all that, right, and after what you've just seen with Tannehill, right, you think the Dolphins have said, hey, man, we we probably need to do this a little different, that let's, let's not get our hopes all up on a quarterback. Let's just make sure we have the support system around him so he can perform. Yeah, I mean, that's the – you know, uh, organizations make quarterbacks. Yes, you, you you have to have talent. You have to have the right makeup. You have to have um, you know, the vision, the pocket pocket awareness, all that. You've got to be a talented player. Uh, but more than anything, I think that how an organization is built, how it or you know operates, uh, the the people they have in place around him on the football field, the coaches they have teaching him, that matters more than anything. I mean. Josh Rosen is a great example. Uh, Josh Rosen had a bunch of talent coming out of UCLA, uh, top 10 pick, and he went to a team that was terrible and didn't totally believe in him and didn't build around him. And then he came to a team that was not good and didn't totally believe in him and didn't build around him. And where is he now? He's two years into his career, and I don't even know what his trade value is. Maybe if the Dolphins wanted to move him, they could get a fifth or a sixth for him. And you're talking about the, the top 10 pick in the draft after two seasons. And, and he's had maybe 15, 16 starts in the NFL. It's not like he's played every game and everyone knows he's garbage. But he has not been given a chance to succeed because of this, the situation that he's, he's entered the first two years of his career. And he's, the Dolphins didn't put, did give a top-ten pick for him. Uh, they, they gave a second-round pick for him, which is kind of like a lotto ticket. And they're not totally invested in the guy. And who knows if he would have gone to, say, the New England Patriots – and sat for two years where he'd be right now. Would he have a, a great knowledge of that offense, coaches that develop and, and believe in him, and he might be ready to be the heir apparent to, to Tom Brady. Uh, instead, he's gone to two teams with two bad offensive lines that were rebuilding, and neither of which were totally committed to him. And you wonder now, what is his future in the NFL? It's, I, I, I think organizations have such a big, big role in how quarterbacks end up and and. and yeah, if 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 the Dolphins take Tua and they don't build an offensive line, and uh, you know <laughs> the, the the coaching staff runs a system that he doesn't like and can't and can't adjust to, he's going to fail in Miami. No matter how much talent he has, it's it, it it's a, it, it's a story we've seen so many times around the league and so many times in the city. Uh, Bees, there's a uh, there's a I guess a blurb in uh, on Pro Football Talk, and it's not exactly surprising. It says uh, per league source, the Dolphins covet Joe Burrow specifically, Stephen Ross, which you know none of us find surprising because I don't think Cincinnati's trading, so I don't know how much that matters. But it got us to wondering 
how much, uh, I guess, say-so in that draft room this year is Steven Ross going to have in regards to the quarterback? Because, you know, Leroy brought up today, this is going to be a job make or breaker for Chris Greer, basically, of a, of a pick if they take a quarterback at five. Let's say it's Tua. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, the, some of the hip stuff worries him, and if he ends up passing on him, like, is that going to anger Steven Ross? Is he going to let the guys do his job? Or is he going to be a guy who wants to have his franchise star and, and he sat through this season that was miserable already? Like, where, where, What does he play in this year's draft for the Dolphins, the owner? Yeah, we haven't had a chance to talk to him. Uh, probably, God, the last time we spoke to him on the record was months ago. He put out a statement at the end of the season, but actually answered our questions. We, you know, we, it's been a long time. So everything we're hearing is second and third hand about what his thoughts are. Uh, but I will say this, um, he's a very successful guy who's not accustomed in the world of business to losing. And in the world of football, he's lost a lot. And he signed on for a plan this past season to get their franchise quarterback. And through circumstance and you know too much success by the Dolphins and, and, and Brian Flores, it's not guaranteed they're going to get their guy. And I'm sure that sits in his crawl a little bit. I mean, I'm sure he thinks, well, what are we just – spend the last year doing uh, of my life uh, purposefully tearing down the roster with the, with the idea of building up and getting a quarterback. Um, if two is there at five and the doctors say his hip is sound, he is going to absolutely pound on the table and say, look, guys, I let you do it your way this year. Let's do it my way this year. And let's get the guy that I think is going to put butts in the seat, Hard Rock Stadium, who's going to win football games, who's going to be the difference late in football games. Let's go get that guy. And then the question is, if Greer or Flores have reservations about to his hip, do they stand up to the guy? Because, I mean, think about if you're if you're Chris Greer, you've already passed on all these franchise quarterbacks we see out there running around uh, doing great things for their teams, including Lamar Jackson just two years ago. The Dolphins could have, just, could have even traded back and got Lamar Jackson the first round. But Greer didn't think, obviously, that he was the right fit at the right time. Adam Gates had a big say in that. Um, Ross remembers these things. I mean, he, he sees them. He'll, he'll speak up. And if the football people say, no, no, I want to go another direction, he's not going to overrule them. But he has the ultimate, ultimate veto. And that veto is firing the guys to make the decisions. So cer- certainly, Chris Greer knows that if he gets the quarterback choice wrong, particularly if he overrules his owner if he, and, and the owner's proven right, he's not going to be long for this place. So, yeah, I, they're going to get their quarterback. Uh, it's probably going to be Tua. It's probably going to be in the top five. And then we'll see how his health holds up. But I, I would be shocked if Steve Ross is okay with him saying, you know what, this isn't the right year for us. Let's wait another year, go and get Trevor Lawrence in 2021. I mean, the, the, the guy's 78 years old. He's not going to be okay with that. I mean <laughs> – Bees, are we to the point now where we're going to look at another situation and say that could have been us? I mean, we cannot the, – the, the Dolphins fans cannot look at Baltimore and say, ooh, if we would have had Lamar Jackson that way. Are we that unrealistic? Like, you, 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 can't, you can't do that. You can't, you can't say, oh, if we would have had Lamar Jackson, we would have been in the playoffs because the support system around Lamar Jackson wouldn't have been the same. That doesn't make fans feel better. I mean, but it's I mean, it's the reality of the situation. You can put whatever twist you want on it and think that, but that's not real. I expect the football people, 
right? The people making the football decisions, the professionals, to not fall for that nonsense. Yeah, but what if they don't have a choice? You, That's one of the things. You don't. You, you don't. You don't think that passing Lamar Jackson was bad for this organization? I look. I'm not saying now. Seeing what we see now, yes, okay. But last year he wasn't this guy. He didn't have the support of a running game, of receivers, of a coaching staff who was willing to do that. You think Adam Gase would would, would build his team around Lamar Jackson? Well, that's a failure of coaching and talent okay, evaluation. Okay. But what I'm saying is if Lamar Jackson was here, this but, organization wouldn't have got those results because of who was in place around him. So let's not sit here and keep having a conversation. I think the thing that you have to realize, though, like I don't disagree with you that I don't think Adam Gase because he can't coach his way out of a wet paper bag, but that's neither here nor there. Not Neither here nor there. Um, I think the point is, okay, now that you've seen that, you this whole year is to try and set up that system for that quarterback, isn't it? Like the coaching staff, the the sure. cap space, all the draft a- capital. Abs- absolutely. And so if the owner's like, "All right, guys, like, hey, I'm old, want me some Tua? You have you have all the resources at hey, hand, clean slate to you, do that." But but here's the problem: at the end of the day, okay, if Tua's hurt and banged up and doesn't work, and everybody says that's so Dolphins, the owner could fire everybody. Say we need a clean slate, right? I mean, yeah. So imagine having that responsibility. So I, I ask it. Let me ask you, um, bees. Would you would you put your job on the line for tour right now? Uh, it'd be really tough, right? But and, I would. I. But 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 here's the thing: he might be the best of a lot of bad options, right? I'm and, again and and and. and, and 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 if you would have lost those two games at the end of the season instead of winning them, you wouldn't have to have that that conversation True. because Joe Burrow would be your quarterback. Um, but it, God bless him, Brian Flores wasn't built that way, and he wasn't going to play Josh Rosen down the stretch, even though we were all screaming for it because it had been the best way to guarantee them not have to take the second or third best quarterback in the draft after we went through. But that's the reality of the situation, Leroy. Look, are they going to punt on 2020 and go into 2021 and get their quarterback then? It'd be really tough for a guy that spent three quarters of a billion dollars on the grounds in and around the stadium and who's uh, – I think we forget as Dolphins fans and Dolphins observers how successful he is in the world of real estate. I mean, the the, the lower uh, west side of Manhattan, looks drastically different because of Steve Ross. He is a transformational person in the world of development, and he's kind of a joke sometimes in the world of football, and that's got to eat at him so much. Well, yeah, especially and in off-season, said, okay. especially in off-season where Tannehill makes the AFC Championship. You have former players saying totally. it's the, the culture. Like, you're getting mocked as the season's even over. Correct. So he, do you think he's going to be all right saying uh, all, you know, you know what, guys? The last year we had with fifty-five thousand people in the stands for some games, and and everyone, you know, you know, first take and whatever the get up, you know, making us a laughing stock and saying and saying that we're a disgrace to the to the, the, the game of football. We're going to endure that again with the hope of maybe getting a quarterback that's great because we don't, you know, they 
Flores could mess up again and win too many games and not have a top five pick next year. But, and then you're trading and doing whatever you can, and teams aren't willing to pass on Trevor, and you're back in the same situation. But, if the guy that the owner, the GM, the coach all along has said, this is a freaking player, this is a guy that we want to build our franchise around, if he's there at five or you have to move up to three to get him, and, you have, and it comes with some health concerns, they're going to take that risk because it's you – know, what are we doing? I mean, are, 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 you, you can't live in a world where every single year you're, you're driven by fear and anxiety of what might be. You've got to take your shot at some time – a shot at some point, and if it works out, you're, you're a good football team. And if not, everyone's looking for jobs in three years. Enjoy Alabama the rest of the week, Beasley. I don't know if that's honest or facetious, but I'll do my best. That's great. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's Adam Beasley. I always appreciate it. Read his work in the Miami Herald. He always does a great like, job joining us yeah, man. and all yeah, that. I we, think you guys are so wrong. Well, we'll continue on with it, man. we got to take a break. We'll be back more after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.